0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks so much for tuning into this short episode. We've got some useful dancing tips for you today, so if you're relatively new to tango, you're going to want to listen up. But even if you're experienced, this will still be pretty helpful. Uh, now, my son is not sleeping right now, so he might make a little noise in the background, but shouldn't be too much of a problem. Anyway, while social dancing, we often feel as though we need to be on the move. We sometimes wanna be quick. And since much of tango music is pretty rhythmic, it makes sense that we would want to catch every beat. In my latest blog post, one of the topics I touched upon dealt with dancing slowly. Now we may find ourselves forced to do so when a malanga gets crowded, but slowing down our tango isn't something we should do because we have to. Here are three reasons why choosing to dance slowly should be an important part of our overall tango vocabulary. This might be more relevant to leaders, but I'm sure a lot of this would apply to followers as well. Reason number one, you can slow down and still be musical. As I said before, most of us have a tendency to feel as though we need to hit every beat of the song while dancing. A very simple way to slow things down is to occasionally step on every other beat. You're still moving with the music, just at half speed. Alternating your regular speed and half speed will already start creating some interesting dynamics in your dancing. And once you get good at that, you can try stepping once every three beats, or four beats, or maybe even more. Now you're making things pretty interesting, right? Again, this is a very simple strategy, but adds a lot of fun energy to your dancing without throwing in a lot of fancy steps. Reason number two, and this is more technical, by slowing down, you become much more careful with your balance and start paying closer attention to self-control. And the more often you slow down, the better you become at doing all of that. And being more mindful of those elements benefits you, regardless of how slow or fast you're moving, right? And if you get good with, say, pivoting movements, like ochos, you can have a lot of fun with slow ganchos, slow sacadas, and slow leg wraps. Discover how fun those figures are when you're not rushing through them. Reason number three to dance more slowly, this makes you more aware of connection. And not just mere physical contact. When you slow things down in tango, you can really feel what your partner is doing. You can feel his or her movements weight changes, balance, etc., and you really start feeling more details in your own physical communication. And if you improve your connection while dancing slowly, you know, being more sensitive to the nuances of, of physical communication, again, that will make you a better tango dancer at any speed. Okay, so quick recap, three reasons to dance more slowly. It improves your musicality, it improves your technique, and it helps your connection with and awareness of your partner. Again, simple, but very effective. Hope this helps. At the next Milonga, give this a try and let me know how it goes. All right, a huge thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a second to give it a five-star rating and review on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. That really helps. Thanks so much for your support. All right, you've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. More interviews are on the way soon. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again next time.